0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Dumpster Diaries. As always, I am your host, Justin Allen, and I am here with... Moses Wartooth. And we're going to start off with some interesting stories for you today. Uh, Moses, I think you actually want to take the lead on this one. You're the one who brought it to my attention.
1: Yeah, it's a um, another thing about people just trying to make a living in life. you gotta <laughs> got to cut them a little slack, maybe. But, uh, <laughs> we like to, like to start off with a little more entertaining thing and not just get so drilled into depression shit, which we're trying to we're trying to eliminate that whenever possible. Sometimes okay. it can't be avoided
0: but aka stay away from american politics as much as possible it's a repetitive (laughs) cycle so uh yeah yeah man it's a it's 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 an entertaining story to say the least man but uh i'm gonna try to talk guys but uh if you can't tell i'm a little bit under the weather and i got a pretty sore throat but we're gonna try to get through this in one piece but moses go ahead and just hit us with this story that i find to be very entertaining so yeah, get with it.
1: Let's uh,
2: go ahead and watch the video. <laughs> let's get right to our top story tonight. A drug takedown of dealers in Central Texas. Clifton police have arrested 10 people for allegedly selling in or trafficking methamphetamine.
3: It's the result of a seven month sting dubbed Operation Blizzard. The police department's investigation <laughs> started at the Clifton Dairy Queen. Hint the operation's name. It's where two people of interest eventually led to 10 behind bars. In the city of Clifton, police officers are making sure nothing goes unnoticed.
2: We're a small department, but we've some very observant officers.
3: From a once-dog problem to <laughs> illegal gambling, Chief Chris Blanton and his team aren't leaving any tip uninvestigated.
2: Any town that says they don't have a drug problem is not being logical, because every town has a drug problem.
3: Tips from wow. citizens is exactly <laughs> what led them to their latest case since June 2023. The clifton police department has been working on operation blizzard targeting trafficking of meth
2: the reason we called it operation blizzard is because it started with some employees at our local dairy queen
3: the clifton location <laughs> off avenue g is where the meth was being sold according to blanton that location led them to several other places in what he calls dealers
2: what started out as a couple guys uh, that worked there selling methamphetamines turned into a pretty big operation kind of scattered all over Clifton.
3: The seven-month operation included undercover drug buys in drug-free zones, too. Texas law automatically enhances the crime from a state jail offense to a third-degree felony.
2: We wanted to be able to show that, that these guys aren't just, you know, this is a one-time thing. I was in a bind for money and sold <laughs> drugs one time. This was a multiple buy operation for multiple different people. It's pattern of pattern of behavior. Uh, Which we can show in court that, hey, these guys were dealing drugs. They're drug dealers.
3: It's the work that Blanton hopes sends a clear message.
2: You want to sell drugs? Probably shouldn't come with Clifton. (laughs) Dude,
1: Clifton sounds dope. Literally, (laughs) I got it.
3: Well, I did reach out to Dairy Queen headquarters for a comment about the crimes allegedly committed on their property by their former employees. I have not heard back at this time The that have been charged could face between two to ten years in prison.
0: damn <laughs> 10 so 10 people huh holy shit so dairy queen's in a bit well i guess dairy queen's not but no just they like,
1: they declined to comment on it too. <laughs> <laughs> were like we're not involved in this shit.
0: it reminds me of like the the los polios hermanos like from breaking yeah, bad yeah that's
1: whatever. the that, that's you know? <laughs> i guarantee you that's where they got the idea <laughs> they're
0: like hey we could just sell this shit they out were watching window.
1: breaking bad and they were like,
0: dude. <laughs> bro like Clifton Texas like I'm sure it's a one horse town in central Texas but I'm sure it is that place sounds fucking entertaining they
1: dude. went they, <laughs> they, their shit went from a dog problem to illegal gambling <laughs> to a meth ring <laughs> You They're see really how, moving on up in the world. All
0: those fucking slot machines being loaded yeah, up and shit. <laughs> I was
1: like, holy fuck, dude! It seems like a cool. Those look ass like place. some pretty nice like slot machines. Yeah, like it's like. not like
0: a cheap operation. <laughs> like they really care about their customers over there, dude. <laughs> holy shit, man! But I, I like the name of it. It was Operation Blizzard. Yeah. You know, so you I know mean, the, the cops got to chuckle out of that one. Like I'm just saying, anytime <laughs> I've been to a Dairy Queen, Dairy Queen, like drove by, um, I've never really seen anybody like waiting in line. You know, like I, they, well, at least the one in our town. Like I've never seen it busy, so I just imagine these cops are like, "Why the fuck is Dairy Queen all of a sudden busy?" Yeah, you know, just lines right around. But <laughs> I want to know, like, how like how long were they doing it, and then how much did they make?
1: Yeah, I would like. You know to, I mean? mean, it said that their their the police investigation lasted over seven months. So who knows how long before that it had been going on?
0: Yeah, probably a pretty for sure. good while. Yeah, because you're never going to admit that. Yeah. You know what I
1: mean? Anytime you get caught, you're like, this is my first time. I had no idea.
0: (coughs) Yeah, Oh, yeah. Officer, I, whoa, what is that? You know what I mean? I've never done that before in my life. (laughs) And like he said, he was like,
1: this is not a one-time thing. They were not just in a bind. They were like, they're dealers. I'm hurting for money. Yeah, (laughs) you know,
0: like, these guys are dealers. (laughs) I like how the guy was like, anybody who says their town doesn't have a drug problem is basically full of shit.
1: That's like the most honest comment I've heard in a while. (laughs) Damn, yeah, I, I... I'm, Cause it don't matter. Like, it doesn't matter if your town has one stop sign. People are doing drugs in the town.
0: Oh like, yeah. It's,
1: actually, it's even well. Arguably, it could be even worse because if there's nothing to do. Yeah. You're gonna get fucked up.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah.
1: <laughs> us coming from a small town, dude. We, we can attest to that. I mean, <laughs> anytime,
0: anytime I stop at a fucking gas station or a town, it's like a high school reunion, man. Yeah. Like I ran into one guy. Actually, I, I told you this story. I ran into one guy like a week ago, man and he came up to me he talked to me i and he was like having a conversation and it was until he made a comment about his name then i was like oh fuck i know who this guy is but he, he looked i'm not even fucking he looked 10 plus years older than so
1: me. up until then you just thought it was a random person talking yeah. to you
0: yeah i just thought it was a crackhead <laughs> and i know the guy and the guy's done like a shit ton of hard drugs but like hard drugs man like they'll age you like oh yeah yeah, you're going like, I think I think he was like really spun out on like crystal and shit. Fuck it, probably going to Dairy Queen. I don't know. D Q. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I like about Texas. <laughs> <laughs> I, I bet it was dope, man. I'm sure it was. Talk about convenient. Like if that's if that's your thing, that's what you like to do. Talk about being convenient. You know what I mean? Like that's like, how did, how, did, how did I mean? I don't know. You can't keep secrets anymore in today's age. You know what I mean? So like. They're going to tell... Somebody's going to make a joke to somebody. It's going to get out somehow. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Well,
1: plus, I mean, hard drug users are not very reliable or they... They, they have a tendency to let shit slip out. Like, yeah.
0: like addicts, addicts. Yeah. So, you know? Like, yeah. Not talking about the, oh, it's New Year's and we'll have a toot. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, it's, uh, it's more of like, uh I hear voices no, when like, I walk it's around. It's 6 a.m.
1: It's time for my first hit. Like, <laughs> you know? I, 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 I was w- awakened by my need to use an illicit substance.
0: <laughs> I need my medicine. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Jack Black in Tropic Thunder. He's yeah, just bitching yeah. about his vitamins and stuff. <laughs> I, I, do, I do love the scene where, like, that. bat snatches that shit out of his hand and then it falls out of the tree and he's like ah you OD'd you little fucker (laughs) and he just like bites into it and rips it open and then like the (laughs) dudes are like that's a fucking bat and he's like I need my vitamins he's like turning into like a monster (laughs) (laughs) dude that was such a great movie man it was oh man oh
1: yeah people people that use that kind of shit to that extent yeah
0: that's some nasty shit, man. Like, it I mean, is. I read about it like um in like medical literature and stuff like that, man. Like the levels of dopamine that it produces, like, it's almost like incomparable to like anything else. Like, you can't like it's insane. Um, like I remember <clears throat> I was reading something and they were breaking down like say like whatever your favorite alcoholic beverage is like whether it's like a vodka tonic or like a fucking Heineken or whatever like that initial sense of like I don't want to call it euphoria but that good feeling that comes out that dopamine rush or whatever they did it for like an alcoholic drink they did it for sex too and you see these like high levels like on the chart and it's like oh yeah like it's getting you know dopamine's up there and then they're like this is what meth does and it's just it's literally like a hundred times higher like, So are, nothing comparable are you saying that like
1: the active the, the usage of the drug in your head creates that
0: yes. or is it the actual drug itself it, it puts your like uh, the anticipation <clears throat> of doing the drug no so once you ingest the drug it puts your brain into overdrive and it forces your body to mass produce dopamine which is actually like one of the fundamental keys to addiction in all addiction not just with drugs and then after that then you crash really hard and then nothing and it's fucked up because then you go back to your baseline which is like way fucked up compared to everybody else's so normal shit isn't as appealing so that's how you get people who are like super into like hard drugs where they don't want to have sex or things just don't seem entertaining like they don't care about it, going to like a family function or hanging out with friends, like where they would normally have a shit ton of fun. Like it would just be like, I just care about that one thing. Cause that one thing, is going to be so much better than any yeah. of this. Then they become just fixated on yes. whatever the hell they're addicted to yeah. or whatever it is. Then there's a bunch of other physiological issues that come with it. You know, as far as like the, you know, the, the dependency that can <clears throat> dependency that can occur from it damn dude i'm starting to sound like rfk jr right now <laughs> yeah <laughs> like just I
2: mean, keep talking right? it sound better as it, it, goes. It, it
0: does get better if i if keep going <laughs> If i keep going but yeah so no it's, it's a it's a it's a it's a sad thing man but the dq story is fucking entertaining to say the least man oh yeah like that is that I, I i just like to think they were sitting around like smoking a blunt and like they're watching breaking bad together and they were just like yeah, we can do this.
1: Oh, I thought you meant the cops were smoking a blunt. And they were like <laughs> Operation Blue.
0: <Bullshit. laughs> well, that could, that could be it too, man. But I don't know. Anyway, speaking of drugs, so we have another story that is uh, about drugs um, being busted. And, uh, yeah, and this
1: one, is, this one is on like a whole, which we don't know how much methamphetamine, but based on the fact that they didn't, Tell us how much it was. I'm gonna assume that it wasn't that much because you know if it's a lot, they're always bragging about it. Yeah. So yeah. this this story is like a shitload.
0: Yeah. This is like <laughs> literally. I think um they in the video we're gonna watch they talk about gallons, but if you convert it in weight, it's a uh, 1.4 metric tons. Yeah. So a metric ton being 2,000 pounds. <laughs> so might as well just you know round it up and say what 3,000 pounds. Yeah. All right fucking let's roll that footage top story here at four involves four suspected drug traffickers who are
2: facing federal charges now thanks for joining us I'm Tim Gordon
3: and I'm Brittany Falkers. now those four people with suspected ties to a Mexican crime organization have been arrested in the Portland area they were caught hauling 370 gallons of liquid heroin John Adams has been following this story for us and joins us live now John
2: Yeah, Brittany and Tim, the individuals were arrested at a Motel 6 in Tigard on January the 25th. Officers there seized seized two guns from a motel room, along with eight 55-gallon barrels of liquid heroin from the back of a U-Haul. God damn. Police arrested four men accused of trafficking huge amounts of drugs. Federal agents said they found them hauling (laughs) liquid heroin from Yakima, Washington to the Portland area. Officials say they received a tip that these four men rented a U-Haul truck in Yakima on January the 24th to deliver a large shipment of drugs for the cartel. Investigators began tracking the 26-foot U-Haul in a red pickup truck traveling together on I-84 near Bonneville, Oregon. The two vehicles briefly stopped in a commercial parking lot in Beaverton before heading to a Motel 6 in Tigard. Investigators witnessed the men entering room 115 at the motel. After obtaining a search warrant, members of the Washington County Sheriff's Tactical Negotiations Team entered the room and detained five people. They found two guns and a canine then alerted officers to the eight (laughs) 55-gallon barrels of liquid heroin stored in the U-Haul. Not at all. That's why I say this is extremely unusual. We've never seen this before. We asked Chris Gibson with the High Intensity Drug Trafficking Area Program if heroin in liquid form is something their agency has seen before. Uh, It's a huge concern. It's something new. Um, We'll continue to monitor it and try and make sense of of what it means. One of the men told investigators that he was to receive $10,000 for delivering the drugs and had previously spent time in a Mexican prison for drug activity. According to court documents, drug trafficking organizations are attempting to increase profit margins by transporting liquid forms of heroin. It's also common to see traffickers operating in teams so they can travel long distances with fewer stops, have a lookout for law enforcement, and have extra protection. The four men have been charged with possessing heroin with the intent to distribute. Well, two of those men were supposed to make an appearance in federal court in Portland earlier this afternoon, but we're not at that court date. We're still (laughs) still trying to figure out why that schedule was changed. (laughs) What
0: a surprise. Just post bail and got the fuck out of town, dude.
1: Yeah. You know the cartel bailed them out. Sure, yeah. And they're probably back in Mexico loading up another U-Haul to ready to go back. Just
0: ready to fucking go, man. Keep going, man. So that's that's a shit ton of heroin, man. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I don't... I don't know anything about liquid heroin, but I'm assuming just a little dab will do you. Like, <laughs> yeah,
0: oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, getting it back to like a powder form wouldn't even be all that difficult chemistry wise, but I don't know. I guess it, it kind of makes sense in some ways. It's, I would imagine more cost effective to transport. Yeah. Cause it's, it's just barrels of liquid. I don't yeah. What if, I
1: guess if they were, I guess that it would take a while, but what, what if they just put it in fucking five gallon, like
0: water jugs and like, ha, like they were a water shipment I don't know. I mean, fuck, that's just the one they caught. Like, who knows how many have actually, like, made it. Yeah. I'm sure there's, like, more, you know? Oh, yeah. But, um, because we don't really see, like, where we're from, we don't really see, like, a lot of heroin. No. But I will say this, that growing up, say, 15 years ago, I never heard of anyone ever even having access to it. And now that's a little different. Really? Yeah. I know a few people... I've met a few people who have, like, done it. I know a few people who know people who are, like, in those circles, but those circles aren't that big where we're at. But we're also, like, in a very rural community, too. People just,
1: like, meth around here.
0: Oh, yeah. But when I went to, like, fucking Portland, Maine, dude, uh, I mean, like, the inside city, like, city center of, like, Portland, amazing. They keep that shit clean, dude. Um, But, dude, you drive, like, five miles outside that shit, dude, I mean it looks like the shit you see like in California and stuff New man. New York yeah and it's just literally like needles in the streets and shit like that I mean that's how Houston was when I went downtown Houston well, all that shit's just getting worse mm-hmm. so <laughs> mm-hmm. so I don't know but um yeah it's just like how those they're just like all acting surprised like you know these guys were not at this court date like yeah, like yeah no shit the judge is like they were they told me they would show up what what happened my god can you yeah. not trust anyone anymore Did these their days cell
1: phones die they they missed their alarm clock oh no
0: must be some sort of explanation <laughs> yeah we get yeah. to the bottom of this <laughs> someone,
1: someone go check on these gentlemen
0: i know they're not from here maybe they got lost yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess we'll just wait another 20 minutes, you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, dude, I, I don't know that. I mean, that is a shit ton of hair. i they said
1: they said they would like, or I guess that was the one guy claimed he was getting paid 10,000. That seems super cheap.
0: Yeah. For what that is. Yeah. I mean, especially looking at like the amount of time you could probably get for that. Yeah. And I mean, if they link it back to being, I mean, well, they said it was in a federal court, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, dude. That, that's. That's, like, the rest of... Damn near the rest of your life, you're going to prison, right? Yeah. And, uh... I mean, you might be able to get parole. But if he's an illegal,
1: are they going to deport his ass? I mean, what are no, they... I
0: mean, we have tons of illegals locked up in fucking prison here for like... Yeah, but drug I mean, what if,
1: Like, if he's done shit... I don't know. I feel like
0: if he can get... I don't know. I mean, it's also a different day and age. But, like, I remember, like, back when they were, like, trying to take down... I remember. Um, I've read about, like, back when they were trying to take down, like, Pablo Escobar and stuff. Mm -hmm. That was, like, a big thing. Like, the United States government made a deal with the Colombian government of, like, if drug traffickers bring drugs into the United States, then the Colombian government would let us extradite them to the United States to be prosecuted, and then we'd put them in our prisons, which I don't necessarily feel all that bad about. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like... I know it's not like I don't know like that's like that's a show of force right there I mean, I mean they committed crimes in our country they should yeah. be punished in our country because there's it. always the argu- there's always the argument of like <laughs> you know it costs money to like house prisoners and stuff like that but it's just like what are you gonna do are you just gonna extradite it these it costs guys? money to uh,
1: house people that got caught with a dime bag of weed yeah like, the people that are doing that level of shit it's
0: worth spending the fucking money yeah. to
1: take them and do whatever needs to be done with them
0: yeah I just don't like the idea of like sending prisoners back to like these like fucked up countries that like you know probably are goddamn well if you send
1: anybody back to mexico nothing is going to happen fuck no because they can
0: can literally just pay off judges there yeah
1: plus the cartel literally owns the entire country like (laughs) total fucking (laughs) narco state they're not there's going to be no repercussions of
0: that you know it's crazy they won't call it that yet like a narco state but i think in our lifetime like mexico will officially be labeled as a like an official narco state
1: it is by a textbook definition of a fucking narcos yeah yeah dude <laughs> like
0: dude it's uh like i was reading about a uh, cartel war like in you know, juarez mexico or mm-hmm. whatever and like one cartel had paid off like the entire police department in that area in juarez so they worked for that cartel like cartel a yep and then cartel b had paid off the entire army Mm -hmm. in that area. (laughs) So then there was like, there would be wars between the police and the army for these like cartels. And they were basically like,
1: the cartel is the puppet master. Yes. Like,
0: yes. And it's the wildest shit. Like there was a video, like some cartel leader, like I think his son was arrested by like the police and he sent in the army, and he was like, get my son back. And they were like, give him back to us. And they showed up. I mean, they had they showed up in, like, trucks with, like, 50 cows. Mounted. Oh, dude, they that's Black
1: Tuesday. Oh, yeah? It was called Black Tuesday. Oh, really? The cartels, okay. like, they, the police kicked bu- in the dude's door, arrested him. He was the son to a cartel leader, like you yeah. said. The rest of the cartel were like, nope, fuck that, that's not yeah. happening. So they ha- they called in, and all the cart the cartels joined, like even enemy cartels joined forces against the Mexican government and just God. destroyed shit yeah, until they fucking let that dude go.
0: It was like a full out like war zone. Oh yeah, they in had the yeah, yeah they
1: they had fifty cat like mounted on the back of trucks. Mm-hmm. They had armored vehicles. They have and eventually
0: they just gave that guy back. They did. They were because, like, fuck well, this because all know? the entire like
1: <laughs> they went on. They had um. The cartel went and basically surrounded the apartment block of where all their, like, police and all their leader, like, where all their families were. And, like, yeah. we will kill every woman and child, right, like, unless you let that dude go. It's they so they had them surrounded. Wild. They were like, we'll burn these buildings down and kill every fucking person. So they they were like, they're not playing. So they, yeah, no they let him go. Yeah, and then after Fuck. that, once you, once your country, like once your government has had to give in to an attack like that, you have, no, like you have that's nothing it. because that's, that's the
0: standard after that. Exactly, like, and now they, they, they know, know,
1: you know that that's going to work, so they're going to do it again.
0: Whoo, buddy! We need to do a special episode about like just straight up like cartel wars and stuff, man. Yeah, like, we need we need to do that because I know we. Uh, because we've we done a couple. We did a conspiracy special on Halloween. We did the uh, cannibalism special on mm-hmm. Christmas. Uh, we're planning a 9 one, but I don't think we're going to release that until, like, 9-11. Yeah. But, like, uh, but yeah, we should do one over... Uh, the cartels on Cinco de Mayo? That would be good. That would be good. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck it. I'll start writing it up. Yeah, we'll do it. Uh, cartels on May 5th. Cinco know, de Mayo.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty well-versed in cartel shit. So. Yeah. Oh, like, I'm, it is I'm, interesting I'm interested topic. in that stuff. yeah. Like, I watched. I recently watched a thing on about all of the guns going into Mexico
0: and how that trade goes. Oh, extremely interesting. Yeah, dude. I watched uh, Trafficked with uh, Mariana Van Zeller. Yeah, that is an awesome show, dude. She's so good, man. And FYI, she's just really good looking too. I don't know. That's how she gets (laughs) interviews with some of those people. I think so. I think so, man. And that uh, definitely plays a role because she's a woman. She's decent looking. She's Portuguese. Yeah. You know. And she speaks. Portuguese, well, Portuguese. <laughs> I think she speaks a few different languages I think she does I think she speaks like Spanish Portuguese I think maybe like French or some shit too yeah. or something. but she's real good but she did an entire episode about how guns are trafficked from America into Mexico mm. And she even did. Uh, she even uncovered how like uh the Los Angeles Police Department was seizing guns on the streets and then and selling, selling them, them back to be shipped to, to the cartels. Yeah. yeah, dude. And it's just dirty as fuck, man. And I'm like, cause they were God.
1: selling, they were selling their own equipment.
0: Yeah, yeah, dude. And it's like, <laughs> hey, if you haven't checked that show out, ladies and gentlemen, like Traffic, it's on Nat Geo. Uh, yeah, it's just, awesome. It's good, man. I think she's on her third season right now. Fourth. It's, it's, fourth. Because she, she just had one. It's
1: she's she like ju- in the middle dropped. of a new season now. Oh, really? Yes she was
0: just on joe rogan i've listened to that podcast bro god damn dude there's times where i like i watch her stuff and i'm like oh shit like fucking sitting in bed like oh god yeah Yeah, you know (laughs) (laughs) look how (laughs) much
3: <laughs> run
0: bitch, run! <laughs> you know <laughs> what is that? That's a scary movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, if you had any last words to say, what would it be? He's like interviewing short and He's like, run, bitch, run! <laughs> but yeah, it's a good show, man. I like it. But yeah, no, fuck it. I think Cinco de Mayo will do like a cartel special. Uh, you wanna, you wanna wear costumes? Cartel. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking ponchos and sombreros. Is that too much? (laughs) Not anymore. It's it's already it's already been said, so Well, that's out there. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see what's up. At a minimum we're getting a margarita machine in here we'll fucking just make margaritas for Cinco de Mayo. (laughs) Oh man. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, we'll write that shit up. I think it'll be a good one, man. Uh anyway, so continue on with some of the videos. Uh, I think it's Time to move on to the next subject. Yeah, man. drugs uh, are bad. This is a subject I want to do. We talked about it in our last episode a little bit uh, when we accused Bob Barker of being in the X <laughs> Games, uh, which, correct me... Uh, it was Bob Bernquist yeah. <laughs> the skateboarder not Bob Barker the game show host <laughs> so, but anyway so we were like talking about videos and stuff in that last episode we didn't have them prepared and stuff so I went and uh, we got them pulled up but uh, the first video I want to show is the accident that uh, skateboarder Jake Brown from Australia had and it was actually X Games 13 and this is pretty bad it's brutal like, yeah but um, <laughs> But right, we'll go ahead and just play the video. And let you guys see it.
2: What do you think we can expect from Jake right now? Going for the so 720 to really a big 540. 30.
0: Shoes. <laughs> yeah. We've ever seen. And you got to think of how tight those shoes probably were on. It's like one of those moments where you, you just, you know, what can you do? Nothing. If you watch it in slow, the moment of impact, it's like feet, ass, and then I go like that. You can actually pause it to where my chin almost hits down here. But there was no real pain involved. It's kind of weird. I was the first there.
2: He wasn't breathing. Oh my God! Like I just ran, like me and Jason Ellis, just ran right towards him. And he was laying there on his he's like, He's dead. Ah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's some good awesome. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh
0: shit, he's dead. A couple dudes were like, "You should have been dead and stuff." And I'm like, "Well, uh, I'm not." <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs>
2: I like his attitude about it. Yeah. There's no way he could be standing up.
3: I don't see how he. Get (laughs) up, Unbelievable. Jake Brown got up and
0: walked away from something like that. Jake always gets up. The way that his body accordioned and and his shoes flew off and I mean looked like he must have snapped his neck, snapped his leg. It's unbelievable. I wouldn't survive. No way. Yeah, dude. Aaron Tony Hawk described that's funny, <laughs> like. that funny. That dude was fucked up, man. Like, I mean, he walked off, but I I remember reading into it and watching interviews. He had so many injuries from that. Like, they're, they're, I mean, yeah, I think it, there was, like, broken bones. I think there was internal bleeding. I think he had, like, a ruptured spleen or something. Like, it was a lot of shit, I
1: think that's, that's one of those things that's, like, so catastrophic. Whenever it happens, you don't even realize what's going on, and you just walk it off. Yeah. And
0: then, like, probably five <laughs> minutes later, he was, like, just done well i'm sure having tens of thousands of people in a stadium probably like gives you some more adrenaline where you're like i yeah. can't be a bitch right now you know i'd be like fuck that i'd be like call that fucking stretcher over here get me out of here like you know <laughs>
1: like wheel wheel me away guys come on
0: <laughs> yeah dude i uh th- those are those ramps man those roll-ins are fucking high dude uh because they're significantly higher than the quarter pipe that you see at the end that they launch off of and uh i remember i was at a van skate park one time and i got they had one it probably i'm gonna take a shot in the dark and say not as high as I had at the x games <laughs> yeah. but it was high as fuck man and uh i, I want to say probably pushing like close to like if you got to the top of the roll on like probably pushing close to a three-story building and i walked the stairs got up there <clears throat> and i was like fuck no
3: yeah, <laughs> like i turned no around way. and like walked
0: up yeah there's no. Way. i mean i was also like 17 and like could really do shit. And I was like there's hell no way, man. Like once you get into like that big vert, shit, that big air, like sh- extreme vert, that's where it starts to get a little like dicey for me. Cuz yeah. you do shit like that, you pull away, man, and like you're coming straight down, dude, and that's going to hurt like hell. Oh yeah. yeah. Fucking um but I'm surprised he lived to be honest with you, dude. But I remember cuz I watched X Games 13 live as a kid in, in uh, 07 and dude, I remember watching that. I was sitting in the living room and I was just like Oh, fuck. Did I just watch someone die? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? It's like, you know? <laughs> but X Games 10 was dope, man. But the way Tony Hawk was describing it, like you said, is just. yes. Yeah. Like, his body just. A like accordion an accordion. And then, like, you know, I wouldn't shoes, have survived. <laughs> shoes blew off, all that shit. You know what I mean? So, but yeah. Very,
1: like. Very few times. I can only think of one other time, actually, that I've ever seen a, a video of an action, like something get somebody getting hit so hard they get knocked like their shoes come off.
0: Yeah, it's like a cartoon. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like literally, it's like coyote. And like Rover that shit, shit. That you
1: just don't. It just doesn't
0: happen. <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> but yeah, man. So. Um... Tony Hawk's a hardcore dude, too, man. Uh, Did you ever hear about the uh, exchanges that him and Tom Segura have? No. So him and Tom Segura, the comedian, are friends. And uh, so Tom Segura had, like, an injury. He broke his arm or whatever uh, a while back and had to have surgery and all this shit. So he sent, like, the x-ray, like, a picture of it or whatever to Tony Hawk and was like, oh, like, basically, like, fucking with him. But he was just like, oh, look how badass I am. Yeah. (laughs) And then, like, I think... A month or two later, Tony Hawk got in an accident because he has an entire skate park at his house. It's dope, man. I, I saw an interview. Like it, it is so fucking cool, man. It, I mean, it's I mean he's a pro skater still. Well, yeah, like, like <laughs> it's full fledged. Like everything you can imagine is there. And uh, so he had an accident like at his house or whatever and um he literally snapped his femur in two, which is supposed to be the most painful break you can have right so then tony hawk responds to his message with just like a fucking picture of his like snapped femur and then he was like tom Skewer was like god damn it like this guy's like making me look like a pussy <laughs> like, you know yeah dude uh, i mean I, I just love extreme sports man um They're fucking awesome, dude. I want to pull up another video from the same um, X Games, X Games 13, which has been a long time, but there were were so many world records that were broken during this one, and it was really cool to be able to watch it live or whatever. But the next one is Travis Pastrana, and I won't say what he does, but I'll give a little bit of a background before we watch the video. His entire team had no idea what he was going to do, and he was the first person to ever do it and he prepared and trained and he had never what you're about to see he had never done on an actual like ramp um, he had done it on in like foam pits and stuff like that being very safe but uh, he would just never done it like raw and they didn't want him to do it either Yeah, and because they were discussing it like weeks out like hey can I perform this trick and they were like no it's just too dangerous yeah. like you you fuck this up you're gonna die you know what I mean so um, so he doesn't tell them and, and the last minute he makes that decision to do it Uh, I think he was down on the scorecards, and he was like, fuck it, I'm going for gold. (laughs) Which he got after this. (laughs) All right, man, let's go ahead and play that shit.
3: Guys, we've been uh, hearing all these rumors that Travis is going to go for something huge. Body armor on Trav, all signs point
0: to a double. Are we going to see it? The problem is if you crash, you die. Um, Well, not die, but you're not going to be happy about it. So, Dad, it's okay. Mom, stop crying. I'm here to live my life and have fun. How do you say that to your mom, Trav? Actually, no, I feel really confident about it. It's just if it goes wrong, it goes really wrong. So, you'll see. Because he knows what he's about. It is time for history. If you are not standing up at home, I will
2: get off the couch. Every rider in the house is watching. The world is watching as Travis Pastrana, everybody in this house, wow. is now standing up and cheering on. Oh,
0: I bet you got to feel like king of the fucking world after that, dude. Oh,
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> That's a good scene, man. Him walking on top of that mound, like, ripping his helmet yeah. off and just throwing it up in the air, man. It's like, God. I remember watching that live, and I was like, I mean, I was on the edge of my couch, dude. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but, yeah, Travis Strong is a bad motherfucker, man. Like, I mean, that was that was dope, man. God, that was such a good X Games, man. Like, it was back when... Things. It was simpler times. <laughs> it was simpler times. <laughs> there was only two genders. <laughs> That's it. Bathrooms weren't you an issue. You knew what bathroom you were going <laughs> to. You knew, you knew what
1: you were going to find in there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, man, it, it was dope, dude, watching that. And I was like, fuck, dude. And he, like, prepared, like, a long time. But, like, I think, like, his team, they, he never acknowledged prior to doing it that he was going to do it. But they knew. Like, when he made that announcement, yeah. like, hey, he, he just basically told him. He's like, I didn't come here for a bronze medal. Like, I'm walking away with a gold. And um, so and I think his mom probably knew. That's why she was, like, crying and freaking out, uh. you, know? So, <laughs> you know. But, yeah, dude, I, I just – I bet that feeling right there, there's probably, I don't think there's a drug in the world that probably compares to that feeling. Yeah. That's probably why those guys keep doing it and keep going back, you know, to compete and stuff, dude. Because it's probably like, was that, Sean White had fucking, I don't know, 30 gold medals or some shit, you know? (laughs) <laughs> I didn't actually like that guy at first like uh, Sean White he's a snowboarder right yeah he is um, and because I was never big because we, we just didn't have a snow where we were at so yeah. never, I never was never yeah, into like snowboarding yeah and so uh, all this hype was coming out about him and I was like I don't know I don't know I don't know but then so he went pro in snowboarding got all these gold medals all these competitions won a shit ton in the X Games where he got super famous and then he turned around and became a professional skateboarder and I remember watching like his early competitions, and I was like, oh dude, you're not on these guys' level like at all. He came back like the next year, and I was like, holy shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> brother. You just a uh, fucking athlete all around, man. But um, yeah, those dudes are fucking wild, man. I dude, I really think we need to go. We need to go to the next X games, man. We need to get tickets and just go watch that shit, dude. Yeah. You know might watch someone die <laughs> you know <laughs> this is where people come to die <laughs> you know <laughs> but it's just cool watching like world records be broke and shit like that because like i remember you know and you know like when we were kids like tony hawk landing a 900 like that was a huge deal mm-hmm. right and uh so just goes up hits the ramp drops in half pipe he gets air spins 900 degrees lands right i can't remember how many times it took him to do it um it was outside like the framework of the competition i think he was just doing seeing if he could do it at the time if i remember right uh i think it was like it was like 20 something tries and then he finally lands it and break like just shatters the world record for that but the x games have gotten so crazy that now like 900s have become commonplace and then people even gone to do like 1080s and shit
1: which that's weird it's like you think i don't know man like it's it's weird because it's like the human body hasn't evolved. So like the and the equipment is still yeah. the same. So they're just building bigger ramps and shit. Yeah. Like I would
0: imagine, yeah. They're probably increasing gaps,
1: like yeah, adding more. Like vert. to allow more airtime. Yeah. Cause probably. other than that, I mean like they're still using a fucking skateboard. Yeah, dude.
0: Because if you go and compare like the first X games to like what they're doing now, brother, it's like night oh, and day. Didn't,
1: <laughs> like, you no. get into the fucking, all the Red Bull shit, dude, like they had, go- they had a goddamn half pop, fucking 20,000 feet up in the air with hot air balloons oh, and they were skating off was of a, it. It was a bowl, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had
0: like a BMXer and he's like hitting the rail oh, and he's there's, there's the more air. than one then. Oh, really? Yeah. I saw a BMXer doing dude, it. Dude,
1: I watched one today. It was, it was a half pipe and it was a skateboarder. He fucking hit it did a fucking trick and then just flipped off the edge and just fell and then fucking pulled a parachute and just landed on the ground.
0: Dog, that is the wildest shit. Like, yeah, d- 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 it's, it's nuts. Crazy. You have to have nuts of fucking steel you to do you, that you shit. Can't, you can't care about dying. Like, <laughs>
1: you, you really can't.
0: Yeah, I wonder who was. I wonder who was doing it, man. I don't know. You know, fuck, dude. But when we talked about like uh, last episode or two ago, man, like there's no way I'd jump out of a fucking plane. Like even right now, like <laughs> like, you know, I still I still skate, I carve and stuff. I don't fuck with rails and stairs and all that shit anymore or anything like that. But uh dog, like you cannot No. No, there's no way. Like I'll drop a fourteen foot half pipe today. Fine. Whatever. No big deal. Do some grinding. Basic shit. Nothing Because I just don't want to get hurt. Yeah. But There's no fucking way I would, which is terrifying to some people. Like some people would be like, there's no way I could get up. I mean, 14 feet doesn't sound that high. Until you get up there and you realize you got about
1: But freaking, if you don't have if you got about skill, six foot of a you straight drive. There's a one hundred percent chance you're just gonna fall and grind your fucking face off. Whatever you get know, Like like me my if I if I had they were like, do this, we're gonna blow your fucking brains out. You can jump out of a plane or drop in on fourteen foot half five. I'm taking the fucking plane. Really? Dude, I'm gonna I will fucking, I'm I have zero fucking probability chance of fucking landing any goddamn trick off fucking half like Holy no shit. dude, there's no way I'll jump out of a fucking airplane. Damn.
0: There's no, there's no way I could get me jump out of a fucking plane though, dude. Like I'd be like, oh, I'll take the half pipe all day. <laughs> you know? What's cool is like you can see it when people finally get the nerve to like drop them for like the first time or whatever. Cause Vert's just hard because it's, it's just literally a straight drop. Yeah, yeah. And you have to like full sin to go yeah, into it Yeah, you
1: can't hesitate,
0: like wow. then you're just gonna fall. Yeah. Right. And so even if people stick it and they get down and they're like cool, but then the thing is you have the other side you have to come up. Mm-hmm. So if you don't even know what you're doing <laughs> like you so said, it's funny because People usually get fucked up on the back end than yeah. they do start now because if you fuck up start now it's just a slide you're fine yeah, yeah. you know and then it's kind of weird like getting used to like falling into the ramp because if you if you learn to like fall into the ramp the right way like you'll never get hurt mm-hmm. you know uh when you do shit like jake brown where you pull away yeah that's how you end up blowing your shoes off <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what i mean <laughs> so, dude that's still fucking oh god you imagine dude like how much that's gotta hurt but yeah. i don't know but i looked up tickets for like the x games man the, the last one or it might have been the one before last. I can't remember. Um and I I was looking up tickets and those things are not cheap, man. Um I found like it was like a like the top tier like package or whatever, which included like basically damn near front row seats, uh meet and greets, photographs, all that shit, like drinks included, like all this stuff, man. And um freaking, I wanna say it was almost like a thousand dollars. And I'm I'm thinking like, oh, like $1,000 for what? Like three, four days, whatever, depending on, you know, I think they have other events around it, like entertainment and shit. And then, uh, no, it was $1,000 like a day. Fuck. You know? And I was like, God dang, man. So, I don't know. I think you can get like cheap seat tickets, a couple hundred bucks. But then it's like you have to typically fly out somewhere like los angeles or something like that you know what i mean so it's traveling and the hotel Hotel. expenses and shit but we should go man i'd be down to go to the next one for sure man that'd be dope watch some world records get shattered or whatever (laughs) well i don't know i prefer to not go to
1: los angeles but you know
0: (laughs) yeah that's where i'm kind of like fuck man you know why you guys keep having that shit do have that shit in texas man right do it in Austin.
1: Like, L.A.'s a goddamn shithole. Why you keep doing
0: Nobody wants there? to like, go it's there.
1: It's a goddamn yeah. homeless immigrant yeah. camp. Like,
0: I can't get remember. out of here. Is it the last one I went for that? One of them was in L.A. I can't remember off the top of my head, man. But uh, and that, that was one thing when I was looking at, like, getting tickets. I was like, ah, I don't know if I want to deal with this shit, man. Like. Fucking just dealing with LA, you know what I mean? So, (laughs) but whatever, they need to start doing that shit in Texas, man. But it's not so hot as fuck, so they'd probably do it in like, I don't know.
1: Yeah, true, because hell, it's in the summertime. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: So, I don't know. (laughs) Oh, uh, I did want to bring up too, man, just kind of like pivot off of our extreme sports for the time being, which I love talking about, so I could be here all day talking about (laughs) it. But, uh, (laughs) fucking, um, uh, Shane Gillis, man. I was reading in the news. Shane Gillis, because uh, you remember he got fired from SNL, right? Yeah. Well, he got canceled. Well, before of, he even did shit on there. Yeah. They he, brought him up there. To, he got hired on a Friday. He was fired on a Monday. Yeah. Like literally like for a weekend because he got canceled during that like bullshit stop Asian hate movement or whatever. And uh, which they just used him as a scapegoat. And I still don't understand that shit, but
1: whatever. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand Asian hate personally. I don't. I just don't get it. Like, do, you, do you want me to go down this rabbit
0: hole with you, brother?
1: I, mean, I, don't, I don't understand why people don't like Asians. Uh, but like, what do they? What do they do? And who? Who I'm, was? Who was actually hating on Asians?
0: Uh, there was a there was a few events that occurred where people of Asian ethnicity, mm-hmm. right? Not like a specific like Chinese or Japanese, Korean. Uh, Pick your dozens of Southeast Asian yeah. countries. You know, uh, where allegedly according to like mainstream media like attacked for being Asian and it was centered around like all the COVID shit right like basically blaming okay for, like, for the go, Chinese flu yeah that, for the, that the, shit. the Wuhan Wees, yeah. the Kung flu all that shit so they were tied to that and it became this whole thing on like Twitter and it was like trending and it became this movement called stop Asian hate now the thing so that seems that was just some blown out of proportion bullshit it was and then when you start looking at like the facts and you really like pull statistics and stuff because like in society all right this is probably gonna lose us a few subscribers uh so like in, in society um it especially right now like everyone assumes like oh you're white like you're how, how do i word this uh you got like a privileged master. yeah a privi- yeah you have a lot of privilege like there's income you know what i mean there's education like all this stuff you just they immediately assume that, like, oh, you just have this privileged lifestyle and you're doing really well, right, for the most part. Um, And, you know, especially talking about the monetary side of it, like the money, if you go and look at the statistics on it, there is one demographic that outperforms the white community and it's Asians in America. Are you uh, sure? Yeah, for the median household income.
1: Yeah, it's I think about, there's someone ahead of us. I think there's more than one ethnicity no, ahead of it.
0: Uh, so this was actually probably this data was probably like a, a couple years old, but I remember looking it up, and they I think I want to say the average median household income was ten 000 to fifteen thousand dollars more. And then if you look at the rate at which like their children go to college and graduate, and what their children study, it's it's completely night and day. So when they were trying to jump on the whole bandwagon of, like, acting like they were, like, a disenfranchised group or some shit, I was like, shut the fuck up. I mean, they're going
1: to get mad because typically they parent their children better than most other races, including black mm-hmm. people, too. They hold them to a yeah. higher standard. They're yeah. big on family. They're big on
0: community. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, and, then like, and then like, you know, and for the longest time, that's why you never heard anything really out of it. Um out of, like, you know, Asian-American communities is because, like, you know, they, they just worked their ass off. They fucking... Yeah. They didn't bitch about it, and they owned businesses. like because
1: most of that shit didn't fucking affect them. Yeah. Like, it was the same thing with people getting pissed off about changing Native American names on sports teams and stuff. Yeah. Like, the Indians stupid. didn't give a
0: shit. Yeah, if anything, a lot of them advocated to not
1: change Yeah, it. they were like,
0: this is our one thing that they, like,
1: still brings us into yeah. the mainstream. Like, don't take that away.
0: And so, like what it was around that time it was becoming very popular to attach to a group and to be a victim Mm -hmm. and that was literally what the whole stop Asian hate movement was I feel like in my opinion I feel like the
1: whole stop Asian hate thing was perpetuated by white people I feel like the Asian liberal media yeah like the Asians
0: I feel like they didn't give a shit about it because it really wasn't true but Mm. typical white person stupid ass shit yeah 'Cause like now I'm not saying like, does fucking racism not exist? Do hate crimes never happen? I'm no, not by any means. Like I saw shit. There was shit that did absolutely happen. You yeah. know what I mean? Like there's crazy people everywhere. But the thing is, is like it was just blown way out of proportion, man. And so unfortunately, Shane Gillis was caught in the fucking middle of this and uh which i love his story cuz he's been vindicated like a 100% oh, on yeah. That shit yeah so he had a po- he has a podcast called Matt and Shane Secret Podcast on you can get it on youtube real easily um it's funny and i think they've been doing it for like 10 years or some shit man um i mean shane shane's funny as shit mm-hmm. and he's been doing like stand up comedy for a long time well what had happened uh, is he now, his podcast was very raw. Like, they go to, like, a whole nother level than even, like, we do, you know? Well, maybe not our shorts, but, like, <laughs> just the normal dialogue and shit. Like, they, I mean, they, like, how we make jokes in our shorts, they'll make jokes similar to that. Just talking, yeah. like, off the cuff, right? Because they're both comedians, too, mm-hmm. right? And um, so what had happened is he gets hired at SNL. By the time he gets hired at SNL, he already had, like, I don't even know, like over 300 epi- hour plus long episodes recorded and like published right and so because cancel culture was like the end thing to do now which is funny because now anyone who takes part in cancel culture is like almost immediately discredited well yeah which i do like it's a boy who cried yeah. wolf scenario yeah but- and so um so anyway they go and they start listening to shit and they're like, oh, he said all this crazy shit. Now, he would say, like, taking out of context would sound like the most racist shit in the world. But what it was is, like, in he was using these things in the context of jokes, right? Mm-hmm. So he used racial slurs, of course. He would impersonate accents. He would talk about stereotypes. It was all hilarious. And he kept it pretty, like, evenly diversified. You know what I mean? Yeah, and he wasn't singling any one race out or ethnicity yeah, or whatever. You know, and then... um so they pulled he used some uh racial slurs uh, about the asian community i mean I, I think he said like chink or some yeah, shit like yeah. that and uh so then they some douchebag journalist, like who had like some stupid ass moderate following on twitter published all this shit, i guess and gained some traction and then snl was like no no we can't do this so they go and they fire shane gillis on the weekend that they hired him and then they literally gave his job to um another comedian which just happened to be an Asian dude Uh, (laughs) and it was like the first it was the first Asian dude they'd ever given like a full time acting slot to so he actually brought up a good point he was like one why did it take you so long to do this Yeah. and two like you're just trying to virtue signal and make a point here 100% like like, we're not racist (laughs) you know what I mean fired the white guy (laughs) to make room for an Asian person so then Shane like deals for like a year like he's dealing with like all this shit and like he's he's losing gigs like he's got like no money he's just like fuck dude like what's what's gonna happen So he gets picked up. Joe Rogan helps him out. Like a bunch of comedians, they get together. He goes on Theo shortly after that too. Yeah, and he just owns it. He never apologizes, which because there's no reason to, because he didn't do anything wrong. Yes, exactly. And uh, that's where they fucking get you. If you if you you ever apologize, if you you apologize,
1: that acknowledges that you agree that you were wrong. Even if you like, so if you weren't wrong, do not apologize. Fuck no and so um if you ever if we ever apologize this is some fucking ai shit so don't believe it because it ain't
0: <laughs> i apologize for shit yeah. <laughs> yeah. Deep we, bait. we don't edit shit and we apologize for shit and we don't delete fucking comments i'm tired of hearing that shit yeah no shit dude. Uh, everyone i don't because it's
1: youtube man like they just pull. It's like why would i ever want to delete a comment whenever that helps our algorithm like yes keep them it doesn't coming. make any sense say that i look like a fucking idiot Talk go, all the
0: shit in go the world. he's
1: it, like, like, "I don't care. Like, keep keep feeding it. I'll try to I'll try to ag you on. And like, feed."
0: Ninety nine percent of our comments are just hate. It's yeah. <laughs> Just like directed towards and us. And it's funny. <laughs> it's usually based on physical appearance. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's no other argument. To what's, have. What, <laughs> what
1: pisses me off is no one else has their fucking face on the internet. I so know. I, can't I, know. Shit. I just gotta make up stuff about them. <laughs> Depending on my mood, I'll either answer positively in a ridiculous fashion or just. Find, just call him stupid in some yeah.
0: roundabout way that I don't get blocked from fucking YouTube. Yeah. Mis- misinformation is a word I'm fucking tired of hearing. Yeah. So. <laughs> but anyway, all right, so back to Shane Gillis. <laughs> um, so I just like, start ranting about our shit for a little bit. But, um, so anyway like so then he starts gaining like traction and then he pays to like self-produce a special he puts on YouTube entirely for free he does some sketch comedy that catches traction uh, on top of that and uh, he starts to do really really good man like he just had a Netflix special all this stuff and he's blowing up and he's big everyone knows who Shane is well the Gillis cancel is.
1: like him getting canceled also Blue brought him up. yeah because then everyone want, even if they hated the guy they went to his shit and watched it and then they were like oh damn this dude's funny as fuck yes. and then he got fans off of that
0: he even said that he said it was mm-hmm. like a Sydney significant increase in the amount of subscribers. Yeah, he,
1: I think he was... On Theo, he said that his uh, their podcast, it either increased by two or three times the mm-hmm. amount of
0: viewers and hours that they'd been yeah. get getting off of that, just and, after that. And to put it in perspective, uh, they're the number one like most subscribed to Patreon account. Yes. And I believe they have 70,000 subscribers. and Which they, is insane. They only charge a dollar a month. So that means just from that alone, they're getting 70 grand a month. To just put that in perspective. And that's like... Ass wiping money to that
1: dude? at That point. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, dude? Did you see? He just got. He just signed a sponsorship deal with Bud, Bud Light. Yeah. yeah, and
0: he never backed down off of no, it. No, he too. drank
1: that shit the whole time. Which
0: fucking pisses mm. me off, dude. Because we, well, at least like, we stood by this mother. Yeah, I stood yeah. by those motherfuckers the entire time, and they never said shit to me. They don't respond to corporate emails. <laughs> <So laughs> that's what I found, ladies and gentlemen. God damn it! I'm glad for. I'm glad. I'm glad they did. Yeah, that's fine. You know, that's but that's cool. kind of cool. You know, but uh, I'm, maybe that's what it takes to turn that image around. You know. Um, but um true but fucking uh, so anyway so uh, I guess you know bring it all back full circle SNL officially asked him to host an episode of Saturday Night Live and uh, I believe he said he's gonna do it but damn bro I don't know would you do it if you were him I would demand a large amount of money I
1: would make it hurt. I would half heartedly do it and then just shit, <laughs> just shit on him as soon as it was fucking over, too. Be like, yeah, I went on that goddamn garbage hole Saturnalia Live. I'm never doing that bullshit
0: again. Just shit. <laughs> <laughs> like demand a sum of money where it hurts. Yeah, yeah. And They write the check like they're handshaking or something like a million dollars or some shit. You know, they slide it across. You the script because it's all scripted on there. So all these all the jokes there get vetted and stuff. Like I don't even consider it to be real comedy to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, they because most of, most of the actors that you see they don't even write their own shit. No, they it's just teams and writers that do them. Yeah. yeah. And it's like just remember this in performance. So I don't even really consider a lot of them to be all that good to be honest with you. Um, but. I was more of a mad TV guy growing up anyway. But uh, fucking uh like I would demand a large sum of money and then I would turn in a script to them be like, "Hey, this is what I'm going to joke about." And it would be good. It would be funny. But I would show up and read my script, <laughs> which would be different <laughs> <Like> from theirs. <laughs> I would get no laughs. I would make it painful. <laughs> <laughs> and then I would leave. <laughs> like, you know, and then I would just talk shit about them, nonstop. <laughs> so, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess, I guess you know, like a holistic view or whatever. I guess it says a lot about him as a person, being like, "Hey, man, like,
1: hey, you're right. You know? He's a better man than us." <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, "Go fuck yourself." The only. It's it's got its it's got its pros and cons, just like anything else. I mean, the positive that's gonna bring more eyes to him. Obviously, that's gonna yeah. make that's gonna it's more it's been it's more beneficial for him to do it than the not do it.
0: Because like I think, I think SNL even to this day they get like I looked it up a while back. It's like well over a million like active viewers every episode they air. I didn't yeah. realize it was that much. I'm I think, surprised. I think, it's that I think much. some of my said it was like, some some of my watch it was like. Eight, uh 1.8 million shit like that i was like god damn dude but um it was around the time like, we were finding out that like cnn like i think they had like one day where they had forty five thousand people who watched their <laughs> yeah, channel yeah you know so i was like really so i started looking into like other stuff to kind of see um because joe rogan went hard on him on that he was <laughs> like i get <laughs> millions of views every episode every day 18 million followers yeah. dude <laughs> he's, he's like, <laughs> he like to
1: get forty thousand for a like high
0: like yeah. One of the top networks. It's wild if you uh, are just like legit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it seems like people just like it, you know? Especially if you have a sense of humor about shit or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you have um, a fucking open mind. But I think if uh, Shane Gillis goes on SNL and he fucking, I hope he just wrecks, like just sends it murders funniest fucking host they've ever had in their life and then he just walks out of there and they're like
1: we, and never we, deals with him again we fucked up that's the biggest fucking yeah. fuck you maybe that that's what he, maybe that's what his game is could be
0: be and I, I mean he writes all his own shit but like if i was in that scenario i'd call like my fucking top four funniest friends and be like i'll pay for the fucking i don't know like beach house but we're all gonna sit in here for the next yeah. two days and we're gonna write the funniest <laughs> shit you've ever heard in your life dude <laughs> so i look forward to it man i, I think he's gonna sell it dude like 100 percent so
1: yeah I, I think i think like you say like if he if he makes them regret their decision that'll be like the ultimate win for him yeah man <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah hey man maybe that's it's all coming full circle and that's what it's getting down to you know what i mean so it's just gonna be that late.
1: would be nice if that was like the beginning of uh, a cultural revolution where yeah. people stop <laughs> bitching about everything and just let let freedom freedom of speech kind of freedom of speech man
0: yeah you know what fuck it that's what it is man 2024 is the year of free speech man i'm calling it i sure (laughs) hope so